0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Wire Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McCrary, and today we're going to be talking about the NFL draft. Uh, I'm not going to be talking about NFL draft prospects, I'm not going to be talking specifically. Uh, about the prospects that will be drafted in the upcoming NFL Draft. Uh, I'll do that soon. I'll start that. Um, I'll start doing deep dive analysis of each prospect pretty soon. But um, today, I want to talk about my NFL Draft philosophy. Um, I recently, yesterday, was it was yesterday, I think it was actually two days ago, um, I released an article on my website at thewiresports.com. You can go check it out. Titled, The uh, NFL Draft Philosophy Part One The Art of Team Building and the Draft. And so I'm going to be re- releasing a few of, uh, a few articles in this series, the NFL Draft Philosophy series, where I talk about my philosophy around the NFL draft. I ta- I'm going to be talking about different concepts, um, and ideolo- ideologies surrounding the draft, get my thoughts on them, um, and today, I wanted to start out with uh, team building, and the draft, and, uh, f- and in my article, I talk about three factors uh, that I believe teams should and do consider when making their draft picks, and uh, you'll see me put this to use when I make my final mock draft, uh, before the actual draft happens in around in like April, um And so I'm going to be talking about this, but I think the art of team building. This is, this is a huge thing in all sports, not just football. Um, in, in all major sports in America, team building is a huge part of that. And team building is really just constructing a roster. Um, and, and that's really it. Just constructing your roster, whether that's through free agency, whether that's through the draft. Constructing your roster is what I think of when I think of team building. Um, and in the series, I- I'm looking at it through the draft and not really uh, free agency. I'm looking at it specifically through the draft and how you can... Uh, and how you can go through the process of team-building by drafting prospects. Um, and, and I think that teams and people overlook team-building, and they overlook a lot of important factors in, when they make decisions. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, is positions of need. Um, I talk about this in my article. The first thing you have to consider um when making a draft selection is what positions you need to fill. Now this seems like a simple concept. um, But I I think it can actually actually be the opposite. um, Because it doesn't just boil down to whether or not you have a good player at X position. Or it's not just okay, well, my I have I have a bunch of positions I need to fill, but my least talented position is this position. So I'm gonna draft that position it's just that's not how it is that's not it doesn't just boil down to that uh there are more factors that you have to consider and on you have to look at the age talent and contract situation of every player on your roster um and and this goes into payroll management and i believe that payroll management is immensely important when determining Um, when just making decisions in the draft, and I think it goes, and this can go overlooked, and and it often does. Um, but this is also a huge part of determining your positions of need. Um, teams, teams have to become familiar with their salary table so they can make smart decisions uh, that will impact their franchise in a positive way for the future. Um, and and if you, if excuse me, if teams plan ahead making draft players that give them flexibility for the future. They can draft players um, that'll make future decisions easier for them. And and I think that's a huge reason why payroll payroll management um, is so important. Uh, and for, for example, last year, the Carolina Panthers drafted Derrick Brown, a defensive tackle out of Auburn. Um, I believe that the Panthers should have drafted an offensive tackle. Uh, with the 7th pick, and they had guys like Makai Becton available, uh, Jedrick Wills, Tristan Wirfs. If I were them, I would have taken either Makai Becton or Tristan Wirfs, because, uh, in during the offseason, before the draft, they traded Trey Turner, a young offensive guard, for Russell Okung, an aging offensive tackle on an expiring contract, and if they drafted an offensive tackle instead of Derek Brown, they would be able to let Okun walk this upcoming offseason, which would allow them to draft a quarterback without the pressure of providing him a quality offensive uh, lineman or offensive tackle. And, you know, they don't have to draft a quarterback, um, but I think that with um, now they have a new coach, um, and I forgot his name. Who's their coach? let me look it up, Panthers head coach, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Matt Rule, uh, when they bringing in Matt Rule last year, uh, I know that they just signed Teddy Bridgewater, um, but Teddy Bridgewater is a solid quarterback, He he's reliable, but he's not a good quarterback, he's not a great one, and he's certainly not elite. <laughs> And if the Panthers want to be contenders, which I assume they do because uh, they've addressed their needs on defense, Um, you know, they gave Teddy Bridgewater some weapons, they got him Robbie Anderson, Um, they made some some big moves, and and I like what they're doing there, but if they want to become contenders anytime soon, uh, they should probably look to draft a quarterback in this year's NFL draft. Um... And, 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 but that becomes a, a harder decision to make now that they've, because they selected Derrick Brown, because they don't have that flexibility on their offensive line. And and they, they might be forced to resign Russell Okung. And you can probably see where I'm where I'm getting at uh, with payroll management. If they would have taken this into account, I think they would have been would have made a smarter decision. They would have looked further into the future, and they would have seen that in a year from now, if we don't run a, don't want to keep Russell Okung, we're gonna have, we can let him go, but then we're not gonna have an offensive lineman. So I think they should have planned ahead. Drafted an offensive lineman, which would have made this year's draft pick a lot easier to make. Uh, and, and I don't think that the Derrick Brown pick was bad. Uh, I don't think it was a terrible pick. I actually think it was the opposite. I think it made a lot of sense because they drafted a top 10 talent that filled a position of need. And, and he will help fix their poor run defense, which was a huge issue last season. Um, but I, I just believe that drafting a franchise left tackle... Would have been a, a better decision because it would have given them flexibility in the future, um, and, and this just shows that keeping track of your future free agents, uh, just managing your payroll, um, doing those two things will greatly improve your draft results, and and it will help you make smarter decisions. Um, so I, I th- and this is a, I don't, this isn't a new concept. Payroll management, um, is not new. But it is not talked about by anyone. No one talks about it. It's a concept that is uh underlooked or overlooked, and and it shouldn't be. Like it's a huge part of making decisions. Um, and, and I think that if you can, if you just plan for the future and you don't make short sighted decisions, and you look at your payroll, you look at who your future free agents are going to be and you manage your salary cap in an, in, in an intelligent way, um, it can really improve your ability to draft quality players. Uh, the second factor I want to talk about is positional, fa- uh, positional value. Um, once you figure out what your position of needs are, you need to determine what position you want to actually draft. And I think you need to look at positional value. What positions are more more valuable than others? And, uh, offensively, I think, obviously, it depends on scheme. It like, defensive positional value really depends on scheme. Uh, offensively, it does in a way, but I think... Uh, in, in in the modern game of football, uh, a majority of teams have the same identity offensively. Uh, they're they're pass heavy. They rely on the quarterback a lot. Now some don't, like the 49ers uh, and the Raiders. They're they're kind of outliers. They they got a, a strong running game. Um, they got a, a good quarterback, but not one that's going to win you a game. Um, so those are outliers. But a majority of NFL teams are super pass heavy, um, and they rely on their pass game a lot. And so they need an elite quarterback to be successful. And so for that reason, I believe the quarterback that, that the quarterback position is the most valuable position in football, uh, because uh, the, the quarterback position, it can, it can raise your team's floor and also extend their ceiling. And even if your defense is bad, or you don't have the best weapons or the best offensive line surrounding your quarterback. If your quarterback is elite, you can still win games and you can still be very successful. Um, think of Patrick Mahomes. In 2018, the Chiefs, you know, they weren't like a, a, an elite they didn't have like a super great roster, their defense wasn't good at all, I mean, it was one of the worst defenses in the league, um, offensively, they, they were by no, like, they were good offensively, he had good weapons, he had Tyreek Hill, um, Travis Kelsey was there, uh, Kareem Hunt, he had some nice weapons, but when you look at what he had defensively, that wasn't a great team, um and but they still were competitive they still went toe-to-toe with the patriots in the conference championship and they and they were like they were one d4 offsides away from being in the super bowl um and i think they they would have had a good chance to um to beat the rams that year and to win the championship so you look at that like elite quarterbacks can make up for your deficiencies everywhere else on your roster. So, in my opinion, they are the most valuable position on the offensive side of the football, and honestly, they're the most valuable position in football. Uh, I'll get into that into that a little bit more uh, in my next philosophy episode that I want to do. Um, but yeah, uh, and then when you look at running backs, I believe the running backs are like the complete opposite. Um, having an explosive running back who can uh, provide value in both the run game, and the passing game, I think that is extremely valuable, and it can improve your offense. Um, Although that's true, they don't drive winning like quarterbacks do. Um, And and the 49ers, like last year, they they almost won a Super Bowl uh, with a run-heavy offense that relied heavily on three running backs, but none of those running backs were drafted in the first round. Um, And and I want to clarify that my, my point isn't that running backs are useless. I just believe that spending a high draft pick on a running back is honestly irresponsible when there's evidence that you can find value at at, a posi- at the position in the later rounds of the draft. Um, you know, like Christian McCaffrey, he's a stud, Pro- in my opinion, probably the best running back in the NFL. Last year, the Panthers won five games, um, and, and, and they, they weren't very good, um, and, and now that he's out of the like he's been hurt a lot of the season, uh, I, I get that they made a lot of adjustments to their roster. Um, but now they're still competitive, they still have the same record, and, and McCaffrey hasn't been on the roster. So I, I just think that running backs that make a lot of money, who are super talented, they're good, they can improve your offense. They can make your offense more versatile. I just don't think that spending a lot of money um, on a an, an elite running back is necessary to win and to be successful. It's not – you can get along fine with late-round picks at the position. Um, and so I think for that reason, running backs are one of the least valuable positions in all of football. And that's no disrespect to running backs. That's just how it is. Um, and, and you have to face the facts. That, that that's how the that's what position um the running back position is in nowadays now on defense i want to talk about defense because positional value on that side of the ball is completely different because i think it I a mean, positional value on defense depends heavily on the scheme of, of the team um and, and i think in a majority, on a majority of teams with the way they construct their rosters, that edge rushers will be considered the most valuable position. Um, because having an elite pass rusher that can put pressure on the opposing quarterback can make your defense one of the best in the league. Uh, and this is why teams covet pass rushers and like to select them at the top of the, of the draft every single year. Because players like Chase Young and TJ Watt are extremely rare. Um, and they can change the outlook of a team's defense. Um, but like, like take, take the Patriots for example, they don't value edge rushers the same as the majority of teams would. Uh, their defense is very unique, and the way they can const- they construct their defense is unique. They believe they can scheme pressure without having elite pass rushers, so they focus on building building up their secondary, um, which will allow them to play aggressively in man- aggressive man coverage, um, and, 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 they, they place value on corners and safeties rather than edge rushers, um, and, and that's not very common in today's league, in today's, um, game, um, uh, but it's worked out for them, and they've shown that, you know, you can, you can put pressure on, uh, on, on your opponents, Without having elite pass rushes, um, and I think that shows that positional value on defense relies it is like it's heavily dependent on scheme, because in some in some on some team schemes, safeties are asked to do different things linebackers are asked to do different things players have drastically different roles depending on a team scheme and so positional value is a lot different on defense it's not black and white there is a gray area um and so it's not the same as it is offensively but positional value is extremely important when making draft decisions um and it, it can be the difference between a good pick and a terrible one because say for example you have you have a need at quarterback. You need a quarterback, but you also need a center, um, and you have a top five pick. You should not take a center with the top with a top five pick. You should go with the quarterback because the, a, a quarterback has way more value than a center. Um, and, and if you have a top five pick and you're choosing between a receiver and a running back, I would say go with the receiver because. Um, receivers, although they are kind of similar to running backs where you can get value in the later rounds, having a guy like Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, having an elite receiver, um, is extremely valuable and can help out your quarterback, especially if you don't have an elite quarterback. If you have a guy like Jimmy or Derek Carr, someone who's good and a quality quarterback, but not special or elite, having um a, a a really really talented receiver like that um can help out your quarterback and, and and it'll just improve your offense um but yeah position of value that's another factor that you have to consider um and lastly uh, you, uh my, the last factor i want to want to talk about is player role slash team fit this is the final thing to consider before finalizing a draft selection uh, teams have to determine how a player fits in their system um, or, or their scheme before adding them to their roster. And, and different schemes require players to do different things. Players have different different jobs depending on the scheme they're in. Um, and, and putting players in the proper scheme will benefit both the player and the teams themselves. And if a player goes to a team whose scheme he doesn't fit there's a good chance that that player is going to fail and, and underachieve. This is why team fit is such an important factor um, when drafting to consider when drafting players. Let's say a, a team runs a vertical offense that attacks defenses by throwing the ball deep down the field. Their offense w- will likely include a plethora of vertical routes like go routes, fades, post routes, etc., Uh, that will stretch defenses and allow them to put up points at a rapid pace. Uh, To maximize this offense's potential, the team needs a quarterback with a strong arm who can make every throw that that they'll be asked to make, and he can throw the ball deep down the field. Drafting a quarterback with a weak arm would not be a smart decision for this team because that quarterback won't be able to drive the ball deep down the field and having a quarterback like that will not maximize this offense's potential. Uh, Perhaps the team also runs an aggressive defense that includes a lot of man coverage. A slow quarterback who excels in zone coverage, wouldn't it be a great fit in this scheme because they would be forced to play man coverage uh, and, and be lined up against physically gifted receivers like Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, and Justin Jefferson who would overwhelm the corner with their physical prowess. So if you run um, a lot of man coverage, you need to draft quarterbacks who have good size, who are good athletes, and who you can trust. To match up physically with the most athletic receivers in the league, Um, in my opinion, team scheme um, and team slash scheme fit is the most important thing to consider when drafting a player, because I think this has the most. um, I think this is this can have the most the biggest effect on whether a player will succeed or not in the NFL, Um, and and it can have a drastic effect. On their future success, a bad scheme fit will likely lead to an underwhelming career. Talent is not enough to make it in the NFL. Players also need to be put in a situation that will utilize them in a way in which they they can be successful um, and that they will be used uh, to the best of that in, they will be used in a way that will maximize their potential. Um, and, and it's incredibly difficult to dra- to consistently draft. Quality players. Like if it wasn't, like every team would be great at it. Like it's it's not rocket science. It seems that no one has cracked the code yet. Uh, but but I believe these three factors can help teams do a better job of drafting quality players. And, and there are more factors to consider. But I believe this is a good starting point. um And, and like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, you'll see me put this to use. When I make my mock draft, uh, right before the the draft happens, uh, but yeah, so this is my my philosophy of uh, surrounding the draft itself, ma- making draft choices. Um, I think you have to consider, um, you know, posi- your your positional needs, and and that includes um, like the age of your players, the contract situations, and obviously the talent of the players on your roster. And you also get to look at positional value what positions are, are the most valuable because you don't want to take a a guard or a center over a quarterback because that's just not good value and that's not a very smart decision and not a very a smart use of your assets um and then, and then lastly you want to consider like positional or your team fit and if a player it will fit your scheme and if your scheme will be able to maximize a specific player's um uh, uh, potential, and, and, and that's a huge, a huge factor to consider, and, and, in my opinion, is the most important, uh, but, yeah, so, that's basically my philosophy by the NFL draft, let me know what you think, uh, go check out my article, you can read that, I really just wanted to do this podcast so I could, you know, go more in, in depth on, on this topic, Um, so I can better explain anything that I didn't explain very well in my article. Let me know what you think. I hope you enjoyed this. That's all I have for today. And I will see y'all next time.